Easy Sports Talk Show with Ed Smith and Javon Adams. My name is Javon Adams. You can call me Jay or Jay Love. And that man on the other side of me is the one and only Ed Smith. He is an author. He is a motivational speaker. He not only played professional baseball, but he also played in the National Football League for that first Super Bowl-bound team for the Atlanta Falcons. What is good, my brother? Friday fun day, bro. No football, though, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I, I need to check on you every once in a while to see how you're doing with them withdrawals and stuff like that. Well, man, the, uh, what is it? The, the, the UFL is coming soon, right? For you and everybody else, not for me. <laughs> you're not going to watch any of it? None of it? Nah, okay. I'm okay. good. You never know. You might find a new fix, something, something to get you by, some, some, a little something to get you by until the NFL comes back. I need one of them patches, man. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk a little bit of football today. Uh, we do this thing three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Make sure you tell a friend about what we have going on here. Uh, if you're listening to us, then thank you so much. You can also watch us as well. You can go to our YouTube channel and subscribe there. It's at the Easy Sports Talk Show, that at the easy sports talk show so let's get into it man so this might be a little bit of a dry shrunken one but i want to the combine this is the week of the combine i know you because you were playing professional baseball so you didn't have didn't go to the combine and then you you made your way a different way into the nfl but i wanted your thoughts on the the combine is what is how much weight should be given to the to the combine because I mean, there are a lot of different things. Well, I won't say there are a lot of different things. There, are, there. Are, I, guess, I guess, correct me if I'm wrong, but about three different things. One, you have the interviews. Then you have the physicals. And then you have, of course, the 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 drills and all that stuff. But is, are they equally weighted to you? Is one worth more than the other? How do you weight the combine? Well, there's some good and bad in most of the stuff that they do. The 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 stuff on the field, I I wish they made it more uh, position specific because yeah. I don't need to see big offensive linemen run in forty yard dashes. You know that to me is just I, I just don't understand that. Uh, some of the you know with the DBs and the wide receivers, you want to see them run. You know, I'd rather see the big guys do cone drills for lateral quickness, you know, with their feet, footwork, stuff like that. So some of the drills they do are antiquated. Don't know why they're doing them. But I do, you know, like I said, there's some of them that are necessary. Uh, The big thing for me are the physicals are massively important because, you know, through a season, through a career, some of these players – um, can hide things, you know, but, you know, you get the x-rays and even MRIs on certain things and the, the film doesn't lie, you know, so it's important. You're going to be spending millions of dollars on these players. I think you should know, uh, have an adequate adequate look at their physicality and, you know, you know some of them have sustained injuries and I think you should be able to, to, to look at those. The interviews are uber important to me as well. I think this is a place where you get an opportunity to talk to some of the players. Now, I think you should use them wisely. Some of the stupid questions that we've heard in the past that they come up with and, you know, it's almost like they're trying to trick some of these players or make them, you know, mad or say something stupid or, you know, it's, you know, there should be upfront questions. Um, You know, I don't need to know if your mother was a prostitute or the rumor was and stuff like that. That's idiocracy, you know? So, you know, within the, the, the confines of everything they do, there's some good, there's some bad, they need to revamp it. Um, but I do think it can be used accordingly, you know, 
The other thing is the big-time players are now saying, I'm not coming out to work out. I'll come, you know, interview with you, but I'm not going to go out there because look what I've done on tape. That's the other thing. Because the tape, right? Because you have the tape. So the, oftentimes you have the, the workout warriors that, that get in there and all, because they can bench press 225, 30 times, or whatever it is, and now all of a sudden you start to fall in love with these players. And then, as you said, they, they try to convince themselves that what they saw on the tape doesn't is not as important as what I'm seeing with my own eyes because in as they call it the underwear Olympics, so to speak. Exactly. You know, and some of these things I, I marvel at. You watch the guy play for you know into his junior year, you know, let's say you you know, thirty thirty five games on film and you're watching you you know, you'd rather watch him Run a forty-yard dash in underwear rather than look on the, all this film you have to review. And you know what that is, Jay? That's straight up laziness. A lot of these Ooh. scouts and owners and people, you know, they haven't watched these kids for the last three years. Now they get them at the combine, and hey, let's look at this rather than true. And there's some coaches are now saying, "I'm not even going to the combine." You know what they're doing right now? They're sitting in their offices. And like locked in the offices watching tape, specific tape of players that they're interested in. That's when you do hard, that's hard work. Now, to the lazy thing is get out there with what you stop watching, watching everybody else. How you see him, that's a four, three, four, four right there. You know, <laughs> golly, that's fast, you know, instead of, and here's the other thing, Jay, when you run the four, three, four at the combine, you know what you're not doing? You're not running what? it in equipment. You're not running against somebody jamming you at the line of scrimmage. You're not yeah. running out in inclement weather in grass that might be a little too high rather than on a, a surface that's perfect, you know. So now you got all these great numbers, but you're not really examining how does this guy get off the line? He's sloppy getting off the line. He's getting jammed all the time. Or this dude, man, nobody can touch him. Even though he doesn't run a 4-2, it looks like he's faster than everybody else out there. But we want to that not we they want to take the easy and lazy way out with the with the, the stopwatches and the cameras and all the angles and this and that and the, rather than go back and look at hours and hours and hours of film and make your determinations accordingly uh, as to what they actually did on the field so that's you know that they're they're good and bad from the combines but i'm telling you a lot of laziness going on when you want to go out there and critique these athletes in this little bubble rather than doing your homework long term so again he's ed smith i'm javon adams this is the easy sports talk show uh all right the does a quarterback have to be smart in order to be a good quarterback because the reason why I ask is because let's say you're coming from a program where the, it's the the play calling or the the plays are designed such that it's the x y raggle split r left right split t j ever as opposed to another quarterback that just where they hold up the 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 cards where it's oh okay we run in we run in beaver okay beaver um does a quarterback have to be smart in order to be an effective quarterback, especially when you get in those interviews and you're trying to figure out what, you know, maybe what they're bringing to the table. You, you know, the term Jay, somebody's book smart or street smart, right? Yeah. There's also football smart. You have to have okay. someone, if somebody in that position has to be able to process. And I do, you know, the disadvantage now is when they're holding these signs up on the sidelines, because you know, it, it takes a whole lot, as a quarterback to 
even to spit the verbiage out for plays. And there are times that I'm, as a tight end, the only thing I'm listening for is why this or why that formation and then why waggle or such and such. Or it, once I hear the route tree or indicator for me, I'm good. Quarterback has to know everything from not just the formation to uh, the protection, um, the, the the hots or cold, the hot routes. Um, this is, if we can't run it against this defense, so we got to get out of that, what do we go to? We, a check with me. You know, they have to know all this stuff. And remember, they're processing it, Jay, within 25 seconds because it's a 40-second clock. Clock stops as soon as the live play stops. So you got to get everybody together. They're talking in your head. You got to reshoot it back out to everybody and not just reshoot it out. You have to know exactly what everybody else is doing on the field and what you might have to check to and then what everybody else is doing in addition. So these high, these college coaches are now doing a disjustice to these quarterbacks when everybody's standing over there mm. at the entire line and everybody from the linemen to the wide receivers, tight end, everybody's looking and deciphering from these coded, uh, you know, billboards that are little boards that they have. They're doing an injustice to these quarterbacks because now what's happening, the quarterbacks are getting to the combine, these type of things, and they're calling them up front and saying, okay, um, call out a play for me. And the guys are like looking at them like, I don't know. We just, you know, we just hold up signs, that type of thing. So now you're having to teach these quarterbacks. You're not getting a finished product. You're getting a product that now you have to, this is what we call, this is our line checks. This is, you know, our motions. So they're really starting from square one then. From square one. And it's an injustice to the quarterbacks. Now the bright ones are able to pick it up really quickly. And that's what I'm saying. It's all about processing. Because now you're doing you're like you're a computer. You're taking the information in, and you're having to not just spit it back out, but you're having to decipher it in a matter of seconds, not minutes. Not, you know, film study on the board. If you make a mistake, ah, no, you're supposed to do that. You make a mistake out there on the field. It's chaos. And like I said, so now it's all about, you know, I just, and, and I brought up earlier, there's book smart. You know, you can do people that can read a book and tell you everything within that book and everything about that subject, but yeah. they don't have that street smartness. You know, you take them out in the hood and they're, they're I mean, they're, they're fish, you know, yeah. here, fishy, fishy, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> for a smart quarter, you have to have a combination. You got to be a little book smart because there's a lot of studying, reading, stuff like that. But you also have to be able to go out on the field in the hood and, you know, and do it as well. And it takes a special guy to do that. You see why some of these guys, it looks like they're out there. And that's why I always talk about, Jay, the, the game starts to slow down for some of these guys because now they're hearing it. And and that's what, that, that, to be honest with you, that's what was so impressive about what C.J. Stroud did this year. He okay. went from a system in Ohio State where they're doing all the boards and, and every wide receiver is wide open. And uh, he went from that to being able to call plays, get out of plays, direct the line at the line of scrimmage, uh, you know, and then throwing to these small windows. He's he's processing, man. That stuff, you know, he's throwing guys open. He's getting in and out of stuff. That that takes a special guy. And you can when you see it that early, it's like, dang, that's why that's so impressive. When you you know, guys usually, usually takes them a couple of years or so. You know, Mahomes had the benefit of sitting for a year and watching find Alex Smith. 
You know, so and uh, he played the very last game of that rookie season, and that was probably invaluable for him. But like, you know, it's it. Do they have to be smart? Yes. Do they have to be book smart? No. But they got to have that street smart, football smart as well. Easy Sports Talk Show with Ed Smith and Javon Adams. He's Ed Smith. I'm Javon Adams. So you you mentioned it just a second ago, and I want to take it back before we head out of here. That some coaches are not even going to the not even going to the to the combine because they're they're doing what is probably a better play. I mean, the, you mentioned the the most valuable thing is probably the the interviews, but they're looking at the tape, looking at the tape. A position that is becoming devalued that we've talked about before, and there's been there's been conversation about it is the running back because we can get all kinds of running back. If if you had to say what is the most underappreciated part of a running back, I know what's in my mind, but I want well I'll, I'll throw it out there. You tell me whatever you whatever you think about it is the ability to pick up the blitz, to be able to because I remember when uh, what was it. Um, um, what was my man, the Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott, when he came out, that was one of the things that they mentioned that he can really pick up the blitz. Because otherwise, if you can't, how many times have you seen a play where a quarterback is where the where the rusher's coming in, and the the running back either just runs right by, has no clue, and he has no no sense of awareness, or he tries to pick up the blitz and he gets he he just gets demolished. But it what is an undervalued. Uh, skill set for a running back when you're looking at film that maybe an interview can't really or or the underwear olympics can't really tell you about well no you hit it right on the head it's being able to recognize and then execute you know protecting your quarterback and picking stuff up and knowing when you might even be the hot route and stuff like that you know the glory part of being a running back is toting the rock and everybody wants to do that but do you want to do the dirty work meaning stick your nose in there when you got linebackers and dbs running free at your quarterback and you know a lot of guys recognize it but do they want to you know, stick their neck in there, stick their yeah. head in there. Nah, you you see the Olays all the time, or the <laughs> fake the fake fake chop block, and dudes just run right by them. And as they're running by, they're looking like, see you, you know, bye. And you know, your quarterback ends up, you know, scrambling for his life or taking those hits that shouldn't they shouldn't be taking. You know, so yeah, the, that's the biggest thing. Like everybody there, we got a lot of great runners, but can you keep yourself on the field? You know, you talk about the three down back now, and there's a reason why some guys aren't three down backs because first down when we might be running the ball, yeah, you're great. You know, we get the second and longs or third and longs, and it's a cross between us having to throw the ball and having you know them the defense throwing extra stuff at us. Are you going to be in there to recognize it and then execute? You know throwing your body around in there you know so that's the to me that's huge um and you know i I would say that is the number one thing all right so we do this again three times a week monday wednesday friday if you're talking about the so we're talking about the way of the draft the interviews interviews don't get caught up by somebody coming in there and doing being able to put up all kind you saw the film you saw the film. Pay attention to the film. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, make sure you tell a friend. You can all please uh, go to our YouTube page as well and subscribe there. Uh, you can go to EZSportsTalk.com. Again, EZSportsTalk.com, where you can get the podcast and uh, any other things that we put up. And we'll be we'll be dropping a new Believe in the Arizona Cardinals uh, today, matter of fact. So, you know, check check wherever you get your podcast for that. Just search Believe in Cardinals, B-L-E-A-V. And on behalf of the one and only Ed Smith, I am Javon Adams. And uh, as we always like to say around this. Uh, you can.